welcome to The C-Bomb. This confidence podcast is for real modern day women who are ready to rid themselves of what's holding them back. My name's Rebecca Sparks. I'm a confidence and life transition coach. I'm the founder of The Daily Guru, and I'm your host for The C-Bomb. This podcast tackles all the tricky aspects of lacking self-confidence and is here to help you make some necessary and powerful changes in your life. Each episode, we dive into all the gritty topics which contribute to lacking self-confidence. So if you're wanting to radically improve your self-esteem and overall life experience, then you are in the right place. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode four of The C-Bomb. I'm so excited to have you here and I want to start today off by saying a really big thank you to each and every one of you who has been listening to the C-Bomb podcast and for all of you who has been sending through their suggestions of future episode topics. I have loved reading these, every single one of them that's come through and we're now working on how to introduce this into our podcast plan so thank you so much and also another big thank you for all the kind words that we've been receiving. It's been so great to hear how much this podcast is making such a difference for all of you. Every one of your gorgeous messages literally puts me on cloud nine. This is exactly why I decided to start the podcast in the first place. My goal is for this podcast to reach more women just like you who would like to prioritize their growth, improve their self-confidence and live a bold and passion-fueled life. Today, I'd love to ask for your help with sharing this message even further. If you've been really loving the C-bomb and you have some friends, family, colleagues, anyone in your life that you think would really benefit from hearing more about these topics around self-confidence, I would love for you to share this podcast with them. And another way that I'd love to ask for your help to spread the word is to leave a rating on iTunes. This helps hugely to attract more like-minded people and allows me to serve more amazing women just like yourself. So now let's dive into episode four of the C-Bomb. Today, I'm here to talk to you about why we can be so mean to our future self. Now, many of you may be sitting there thinking, I'm not mean. I really like my future self. In fact, I'm always thinking of things that I want for my future self and setting goals and having big visions. Now, if this is you, then I just want to say that is fantastic and keep up the great work around your goal setting and vision setting. But I also want to tell you that even if you have these wonderful thoughts about your future self, you may not actually be treating yourself in the same way. In fact, I know that this happens for most people. And here's why. At almost every stage of our life, we make decisions in the here and now, which will profoundly impact who we become, our future self. These decisions may seem insignificant in the moment, but compounded with a bunch of different other decisions over a period of time, they impact us, they impact who we become. And when we become this future self, we often aren't completely thrilled or happy with the decisions that we've made. We're not that happy with the results that we've created for ourselves, and we're not that happy with who we've become. As a coach, The question which really, really fascinates me is why do we so often make decisions which our future self will not thank us for? And having worked as a coach in life transitions for over six years now, I now know that there are a few 
important reasons for this. And if you want to change the results that you're getting in any area of your life for your future self, it's really important to understand these different concepts. So let's dive into them. Now, the first reason I want to share with you is the fact that most of us have a fundamental misconception about the power of time. Many of us greatly overestimate how much we can do with short periods of time, like one hour, one day, one week, one month. And on the flip side, we also greatly underestimate how much we can do, change and grow over long periods of time, say six months, one year, three years, five years, even 10 years. And this is the part I want us to focus on right now. It's like our minds can't fathom these large amounts of time and how much we can actually change during this time. So we put it into the I'll think about that later box, which if it's anything like what my box used to look like, it's probably now completely overflowing with things that we've said we'll deal with and think about later. And this isn't just my opinion, by the way. Research conducted by Dr. Dan Gilbert demonstrates this exact point. Dr. Dan Gilbert is a psychologist and his team conducted a bunch of research to show how much people expect to change over extended periods of time, say anything between one to 10 years. And what was so interesting was unanimously this research showed time and time again that people vastly underestimate how much they would change over the coming years. They vastly underestimated how much their values would change. They vastly underestimated how much their habits would change. They underestimated how much their preferences and passions would change, even down to how much their taste in music would change. Their research indicated that people did expect to change, but how much change occurred was what they vastly underestimated. And this to me is the really interesting part, as what it tells me is change is inevitable, whether we like it or not. And because we underestimate how much we will change, we don't always try and be an active participant in that change. And that's where the problem lies when we think about honoring our future self. Who we are in the here and now is not who we're gonna be six months from now. It's not who we're gonna be one year from now, and it's certainly not who we will be 10 years from now. So don't you want to be an active and intentional participant in the changes that are gonna come your way? Now, to be clear, I'm not saying we have control over these changes, all of these changes. Many of these changes will be circumstances which catch us off guard and we could never plan for as that is simply just part of being a human being. But we can most certainly influence the direction that our life goes in. And that's the part that I want us to focus on. So for example, if you decide that your financial circumstances in the present day and here and now are not what you hoped for, they're not what you dreamt about, and they're not even what you expected for yourself, um, you could then decide that you would like to make a change over the coming five years. And to do this, you're going to make a commitment to educate yourself on wealth creation strategies, mastering your finances, investment strategies, and how to make your current money work harder for you. You could decide that you're going to make a commitment to read all the finance self-help books, attend all the workshops that you can, and to grow your financial knowledge. This decision and the actions which then follow 
your decision over the coming five years will undoubtedly drastically impact your ability to make smarter financial decisions and therefore significantly increase your chances of radically changing your financial circumstances for yourself. So you have the ability to influence the direction in which you are going to grow and change. Does that make sense? So if you choose to take action in a key area which will influence the direction you will grow and change in, that's where change starts to really happen and that's where it gets really exciting. So this all sounds really simple. Why don't many of us do this? This leads me to the second point around why do so many of us make decisions which our future self don't thank ourselves for? This is because most of us are walking around with an illusion and this illusion is around our history, that our history has just come to an end and that we have just become the person that we are supposed to be and that we are now who we are and that we will be this person for the rest of our lives. This is an illusion that keeps us stuck in our current daily routines, in our habits, our beliefs, our uncomfortable, unhealthy relationships and in our default thinking. Many of my clients ask me, why isn't this the case then, if this is true and we have this illusion about that we've just arrived, we've just become the person we're supposed to be and everything else is history and now we are who we are for the rest of our life. Why is this happening now? Why doesn't this happen when we're growing up? Which is such a great question. The reason for this is when we are children, not only are we often experiencing situations for the first, second or third time, meaning we don't have any existing habits, routines, limiting beliefs or thoughts attached to the experience, which means we're really present, we're learning, growing and living all at the same time. But also we are in a growth phase for a really significant number of years, almost into our late teens, early 20s, in fact. So if you think about it, when you were born, you enter the world and quickly have to learn how to eat, how to communicate how to tell your parents that you are scared in discomfort or pain or that you're having joy and feeling happy, how to crawl, how to walk, how to talk, how to read, how to ride a bike, how to play sports, how to make friends. We then go off to school and we begin learning an array of topics from science to math, history, geography, English, Spanish, sports, religious education, sex education, socialising skills all the while navigating all the different stages of school and the social pressures and changes which come along with this. After school, we either enter the workforce or continue our education with university. Either way, our steep learning curve continues. Only a few years after settling into our career do we find ourselves in a space where life stops changing so drastically, unless we've chosen to do something that adds more variety into our life, like a gap year or something like that. So our friendship groups have become more fixed. Our daily routines and work have become embedded in us. Our weekends have a familiarity to them. And because of the lack of significant change which occurs year on year, the type of change that we were so familiar with in our childhood and teens, we start to feel like this is it, this is us. And we stop thinking change and growth is as much an option for us. We start feeling like who we are now is who we were always supposed to become and it's who we will always be. Does this sound familiar? 
If it does, I want you to listen really hard now because this part's really important. Although the significance of the change which occurred when you were growing up and you experienced for many years were much more obvious, change is still occurring for you today. And if you aren't actively working towards contributing to this change and growth, it's highly likely you may not like the changes which occur for you. Because when we don't take time to consider what's most important to us and how we want to prioritise these areas, someone else will prioritise them for us. If you don't decide how you wish to spend your time, someone else will decide it for you. And when you don't decide what you want to proactively change and grow in your life, someone else will decide it for you. Does that all make sense? Now, I want to give this some context for you in your own life right now. So I want you to take a minute to think of an area of your life that you are currently unhappy with. And I want you to ask yourself, if you've got a pen and paper, please make notes here. This is a coaching um, set of questions, which is really going to help you identify what's been the barriers. So I want you to ask yourself, think of this area you've been unhappy, you're currently unhappy with in your life. What did this area look like three to five years ago from now? If you need to pause the podcast whilst doing this, please do. Now I want you to ask yourself, what decisions have you made over the past three years which have impacted this area and given you the results you have now? Now, these decisions may be positive, they may be negative, they may be neutral, but all of them are relevant. What decisions have you made over the last three to five years which have impacted this area and given you the result that you have right now that you were unhappy with? And I want to say here, sometimes inaction is the choice. We decide to not take action. We decide to put it off to another day. We decide to delay it. That is still a choice. And so I want you to be really honest with yourself right now about all of the decisions that you've made about this key area and how they've impacted and contributed to the results that you have right now. I now want you to ask yourself how much time, effort and focus have you been putting into growing this area of your life? Have you been putting into really trying to make this area better and to meet your expectation. Because obviously if you're feeling unhappy, that's never anyone's expectation. We have goals and we have aspirations for ourselves for a reason. So how much time, effort and focus have you put in to growing this key area? And now the last question is, knowing what you know now, after what we've just been talking about, what would you do differently moving forward regarding this important area of your life that you're currently unhappy with so knowing what you know now what would you do differently moving forward okay so now I want to shift gears a bit I'd like you to imagine that your future self is one of your best friends this is a friend that you care so much about and I'd like you to give them a name to make them really real for you so I'm going to name mine Heidi for the purpose of this exercise Now, I'd like you to think about all of the aspirations that you have for Heidi. What do you want for her? What's one big dream that you have for your Heidi? What's one big dream, aspiration, goal that you've always wanted and you really would love to have for your future self, for your Heidi? 
Take a moment to write that down. And I want you to look at this goal and ask yourself, what does Heidi, so your future self, need you to do in order for you to be that amazing friend and to help her and ensure that by the time you meet with Heidi, she is able to receive this dream? What do you need to do in order to be that great friend to ensure she receives this wonderful goal and dream of yours? Take a moment to write that down. And we're going to loop back to this big goal and big idea that you have for your future self shortly. But before we do that, I now want you to take a moment to get really honest with yourself about how you've currently been serving and supporting Heidi with this goal. Because this isn't going to be the first time you thought of this aspirational goal. It's going to have been something that you have wanted for yourself for a while. And I want you to ask yourself, and be really honest here because honesty and us owning our behavior and owning what we have been doing is the biggest step to creating change. Have you been accountable? Have you been taking the small daily action steps that you need to help her to achieve this? Have you been committed? Or have you been letting Heidi down slightly? Now, I don't want this exercise to be a process in which you start to berate yourself around not being good enough and not doing what you should have. That is not the purpose of this exercise. The purpose of this exercise is to simply and honestly have a conversation with ourselves about the way we've previously behaved when we are focused on our future self and a goal that we really hope to bring to fruition. So let's think of some examples to help you in case you're um, stuck with visualizing this. So perhaps your goal is a health goal, which you've written down for yourself. You decided health is a priority and that in order to be healthy and happy, you want to lose, you know, three to five kilos of extra weight. And this would make you feel really energized and happy in yourself. But upon reflection through these questions, you're realizing you haven't been changing your daily habits to support this long-term vision for your future self. Or perhaps it's a business or career goal which you have desperately wanted for yourself, but you constantly put off taking action until tomorrow. But then guess what? Tomorrow comes and the following day now seems like a better choice. And so it continues. Or perhaps it's your relationship. You know your future self deserves a wonderful relationship. And yet every day you show up in your relationship not being the person that you want to be and not honoring the vows you said that you were going to commit to and honor. These are really difficult conversations with ourselves. And with all of these, but it's a really important process to go through. And with all of these, we tell ourselves, one day won't harm. But suddenly we realize one day has become our entire life. So again, I now want you to loop back and imagine this future self as one of your dearest friends. Would you say you've been being a good friend? Or would you say that you've been neglecting their needs and your commitments involved in helping them achieve what you had set out for them? Have you been putting off the things that you said you would commit to? It's like sometimes we see ourselves 
when we reflect upon this. And we've been that friend who keeps cancelling on plans and asking to reschedule. But every time it comes around again, there's another reason why we can't make it. Now, if this is sounding familiar, again, I want to say, please don't berate yourself for this. We all do this and we have all done this at different stages in our life. But owning our behaviour is the first step to change. So you being super honest with yourself right now is not only brave, it's contributing to positive change. The next thing I want to mention is that also when we do this, we are actually passing responsibility for our actions and our commitments onto our future self. So when you say, I'll start this tomorrow instead, it's like you're piling up more and more to-dos onto your future self's to-do list. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had a friend and she arrived with this long list of things that I needed to do for her because she didn't feel like doing them the day before, I don't know that I would like her that much. So what have you been putting onto your future self's to-do list? And have you been unintentionally kind to your future self in this process? If you're realizing that this has been a pattern that you've been running, I want you to know that you're not alone. This is definitely doesn't make you a bad person. This is what many people do. And it's often the reason why they aren't getting the results that they want in their life. So why do we do this? This goes back to my first point on this podcast. And that is the fact that we greatly overestimate how much we can do in short periods of time. So an hour, a day, a week, meaning we often set unrealistic goals and actions for ourselves. And then when we can't meet all of them because we become overwhelmed and there's just not enough hours in the day, we deflect and reschedule these commitments onto our future self, creating almost like a traffic jam of commitments in the short term. And also, because most of us underestimate how much we can change over the course of a lifetime, we also create we miss the opportunity to create and set small, meaningful, intentional, achievable commitments each and every day. If we were able to do this, be more realistic with what we can commit to every single day and stay truly committed to those small micro commitments, that would make the world of difference to our short-term and long-term growth. It is our delusion around time which becomes the hindrance to both our short-term and long-term growth. Now, I want you to reflect back on your big goal you wrote down earlier and ask yourself, how has my perception of time impacted my ability to grow and change in this important area of my life? What are my beliefs that I can change and do in the short term versus long term period? What can you do differently in the short term and long term? And what beliefs can you change around this perception of time, which is going to positively impact your ability to show up and take action? And now that you know what you know, how can you change this positively to impact that long, beautiful life ahead of you? Take a moment to answer those questions. And this is going to finish off the future self-exercise journaling for you. And the message I want to leave you with here is the bottom line is time is a powerful force. It transforms our preferences. It shapes our values. It builds knowledge and skills in certain areas. It also allows certain skills and qualities to become dormant if unused and unpracticed. And we have the choice to activate or 
disengage these skills and qualities with our daily decisions and actions. Time alters our personalities and our potential by the way we decide to show up during that time and what we decide to prioritise. And we seem to appreciate this fact, but only when we look backwards, only in retrospect do we realise how much we can change over a decade. But when we look forward, we think this type of change is hard or not possible for us. When in actual fact, it's inevitable. What isn't inevitable is the type of change which will occur. That is down to you and your ability to influence your direction. All of us are a work in progress, but we mistakenly think we're a finished product. The person you are right now is as transient and temporary as that little girl or little boy eight years old and all of the other ages and stages of your life so far. The one constant in your life is change. And it's up to you to decide whether you're going to proactively influence that change or be a passenger and let other people prioritise your life and decide the direction which it's going to go in. Now, I hope you found this really helpful and valuable today. I've taken you through a bunch of different coaching questions. So if you need to go back and go back through them, I highly recommend you do. I hope you find this really helpful with rebuilding your relationship with your future self and realigning the direction that you want to take your life. If you would like to discuss this further about how to honour your future self and really get your entire life back on track and aligned with your goals and your greater purpose and vision for yourself, I would love to have a discovery call with you. Simply click the link below on my website and you can book in a free discovery session and we can discuss this further. Thank you so much for your time and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.